to experience the strongest radio allowable by law. Secrets will be revealed. Myths dispelled. From the studio gym where excuses never apply. It's Superhuman Radio with your host, Carl Lenore. Hey, hey, welcome back to another episode of Superhuman Radio. You have to excuse me. I have a sore throat today, and so uh, I will be using my mic uh, kill button often when I clear my throat, so you don't have to live through that. But just know that uh, if it sounds like I disappeared for a second like this, I was just clearing my throat. Let me clear my throat. Okay, so we have a great show planned today. During the first half hour, we have Science for Humans. We're going to be avoiding science so much and uh, looking at logic, actually. Um, recently on a Joe Rogan episode, Ted Nugent talked about the realities of being a vegan from a moral standpoint. We're going to t- critique some of his comments and, and and examine that with Dr. Jeff Galini in just a minute. Then later in the show, I'm going to tell you about a study that was just published by the Automobile Club of America. They're saying that older adults are having more car accidents because of polypharmacy. Really? Yes. So we're going to get into that a little bit later in the show. Uh, but, of course, I have to thank our title sponsor, All-American Pharmaceuticals and EFX Sports. Right now you get six of their top-selling products absolutely free. Go to superhumanradio.net. Click one of the EFX Sports banner ads. Enter your name and address. You will pay $5 for shipping. That truly is the shipping charge. That was one of those moments where I cleared my throat just now. Um, because Dr. Jeff believes that no one should buy anything until they've tried it. I hope I didn't lose him. Hold on a second. No, okay, he's still there. I hear a phone-off hook somewhere in this building, and that's because he doesn't. He believes that no one should buy anything until they try it. So he gives away the six of their top-selling products absolutely free to get you to try them so you can make a logical decision. So check them out. Show them some love. This is Science for Humans with Dr. Jeff Galini. I have phones-off hook in my head, Dr. Jeff. Oh, no, that's not good, Carl. No, that's not a good sign, is it? You might need a little bit of steak or something then. I know. I can't eat red meat right now until my, my iron levels get down. Uh, that's my problem. Oh, shoot. Yeah, I know. I know. I know. But it's it's okay. You know what? You know, not eating red meat for six or eight months when you've a- a- eaten at least a pound of yeah. it a day for the past 20 years, it's not a bad thing. It's okay. No, no. So Dr. Jeff sends me this clip. He says, check this out. And it's Ted Nugent on uh, Joe Rogan's show. And, you know, uh, uh, Ted Nugent is a polarizing personality. You either love him or you hate him. And that varies at different times of the year because he may say something you hate. He may say something you love. But one thing about Ted Nugent is you know exactly where he stands on everything because he's blunt, force, trauma, honest. And he talked about the moral side of veganism recently on the Joe Rogan show. And Dr. Jeff got such a kick out of it. He says, listen to this. And we both agreed. Like, granted, the way he delivers things may be a little insightful. When I say insightful, I mean he kind of incites uh, anger in people. You can't you can't really argue with this, can you, Dr. J? You can't. Um, and I thought it would be a great discussion because, as you and I know, we don't have a problem with what people eat. It's the cult that goes behind it that they just go way off in the left field, you know? 
Well, and, and there's something else that we need to talk about to put this in perspective. So I, I did a, uh, 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 an interview with Dr. Frank uh, Mitloner uh, about raising beef and its real contribution to greenhouse gases, which is negligible, and its real contribution to uh, harming the planet, which, again, it actually helps the planet. Um, mm-hmm. And he said less than 1% of the world population of vegans. I said, what about India? No, no, Indians are not. There's certain sects of Indians in India that are vegans, but by and large, the country is an omnivorous country. And right. so the, the idea that less than 1%, I mean, this is an example of the tail wagging the dog. And this only happens because of media agendas, really. Because yep. they're promoting this as like the way to be, less than one percent of the population are actually vegans, and it's a new phenomena. Um, this guy David Watson, Watson back in 1944 in England, uh, developed, uh, co-founded the Vegan Society, and it was first just about non-dairy. You know, let's not exploit animals. Okay, you know, good cause. I mean, nothing wrong with you know animal activists, but that was. That was really the the whole intent of it. You know, it then progressed into the 50s, and then, of course, more recently, the the Vegan Society even renamed their mission. And I thought that was kind of funny, because it used to be veganism was a way of living which seeks to exclude all forms of exploitation. Now they say exclude, comma, as far as possible and practical. Practicable. What does that mean? Yeah, right. Exactly. Exactly. And, and but but the reality is that veganism, for moral reasons, has been around since the biblical times because there's several passages yeah. in the Bible where they refer to those who choose not to partake of the yeah. flesh as the weak, w e a k weak people in society back then, and their primary reason for not eating animal flesh was they felt sorry for the animals. So this phenomenon of moral veganism has been around since since yeah. the beginning of time. Beginning of time. Well, and actually when you when you look back at the Bible stories it was because these animals were being sacrificed to idols. So they didn't want to partake of any idolatry and you look at a story oh. of uh, David when uh, King Nebuchadnezzar came in and he took over, um, he was taking countries, and he would take the elect. Well, long story short, David said, look, I don't want to eat this meat. Give it a try. Let me just eat vegetables and fruit, me and my guys, and watch what happens in, in six weeks. Tell us if we don't look healthier. And he did. You know, I mean, that was the story was, you know, he looked healthier than the guys eating from the king's table. Um, so, again, like you said, it isn't something new. You know, um, there's nothing wrong with plant-based diets. I mean, I incorporate, as you do, a lot of plants into my diet, but I don't push on anybody what I eat. I don't say, you need to eat this way, or you're wrong, or you're killing the planet. Um, And I want to just, before we get into the clip, this was something that just busted me up. So I'm watching some videos of some of these way left uh, vegan people. And this guy's talking about his main cause is eating animals. It isn't so much the animals. It's the fact that animals are killing the ozone. And I thought, okay, where's he going with this? 
And he just goes on and on and on, giving statistics about how many cows there are, and they produce the CO2 gas, and that's what's killing the ozone. That's all I got to say. And he jumps in his big four-wheel drive truck huh. and drives off. I'm like, dude, it's the gases where we started burning fossil fuels. That's what is killing the ozone, not these cows. Right, <laughs> right, right. And, and that's what Frank Mitlaner puts points out. He actually right. does the science and shows the actual carbon footprint of raising cattle uh, versus other things in, in our environment. By the way, one of the things that depletes ozone are the chemicals they spray to kill bugs and fungus right. on crops. Mil- hundreds of millions of pounds of this stuff is sprayed every year. You don't hear anyone who's fighting the uh, animals are bad for climate change, you know, raising animals are bad for climate change, talking about the fact that the thing that has the biggest impact from an agricultural standpoint is the stuff that gets sprayed and goes up into the air and gets... I, I mean, no one talks about that. It's like, I'm I'm thinking to myself, so you know it's happening. You're just choosing not to mention it because it doesn't fit your agenda. As far as possible or practical. Let me ask you a question, Carl. Do you think that some of these activists, um, and, and it's few and far between, because most people who are vegetarian, vegan, it's more for health reasons. You know, that seems to work for them. They want to do it. God bless them. Um, do you think these guys are really naive to how farming is done, similar to what we heard um, uh, in the video uh, interview, or do they just want to turn their head? It's, on it's, that yeah, aspect? it's the latter. It's, 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 it's willful ignorance. So ignorance is to ignore something that's obvious to you. Right. You ignore it. doesn't mean you're stupid. It means that there are obvious things there that if you were a critical thinker, you would, you would say, oh, I see them. But there's a trend for people to win battles at all costs in this environment today. And they believe that the only way to help animals is to not eat animals. And they ignore the fact that they are leaving a bigger footprint on the ecology, the flora and the fauna, uh, than the people who raise cows and slaughter them. But you look at these guys and gals and... They're all over the board when they're talking, you know. They start out where, you know, slaughtering cows and they show you pictures that they have feelings and stuff. Okay, you know, I mean, I I, I can appreciate that. But then they go on, oh, you know, you shouldn't hurt any living creature. Um, And then I think about, well, you're you're kind of being a little bit hypocritical because you say you won't wear anything leather because it comes from cows, yet... You won't use anything that has been tested on animals. Well, what do they do about their medicine? All pharmaceuticals have been tested on animals. Yeah, the, the, no, nobody in the pharmaceutical industry going, "Hey, these weren't these aren't been tested on no. humans first. Yeah, exactly. And are are they? Do they only eat organic? Uh, well, well know, even if they what, do, even if they do eat organic, if, even if well, they do. Here's yeah. the thing: What is the fertilizer made of? Are there vegan farmers? True. I mean, let, let's trace this back, you know. I mean, most of the um, vegetarian or uh, organic uh, farmers are using uh, animal, animal waste. Fertilizer. Yeah. 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 And you go, okay, well, we're only using mulch from trees. Okay, wait a minute now. You know, those trees, how do they grow? 
they grow from animal refuge that died around the trees. So, you, you know, you, you, you got you got to be either all in or all you out. can't start. That's a great point. That's a great point. You, you, they, what they do is they pick and choose what they choose to believe. Let's listen to this 45-second uh, yeah. clip because I don't think anybody has put it as brutally eloquently as Ted Nugent. Yeah. Listen to this. If you really want to kill the most things, be a vegan because the farmers who protect your beans kill everything. I kill one animal per arrow. In order to grow tofu, you have to kill every ground squirrel, every vole, every shrew, every snake, every turtle, every frog, every bird, every rabbit, anything that gets in that bean field, I'm either going to plow and dismember, which is why the crows and the, and the seagulls follow the, the, uh, the, combines. the combines every year. And then if anything does survive my first slaughter, I'm going to come in with Monsanto and poison the out of everything so you can have a tofu salad and not be responsible for any death. Fuck you. <laughs> it was, he was quite colorful in that interview. I was kind of shocked. Well, you know, and that's what he's good at. I mean, he is good at being shocking. Even his music was shocking. Um, yeah. but, but how can you argue with that? Like, okay, so let's, let's, let's put aside, I'm sorry, I had to clear my throat, the fact that it's NRA, gun-toting, Ted Nugent, which I have no problem with. I'm a member of NRA. But yeah, my point yeah, is a lot of people are like, oh, he, he's a hunter. He's NRA. He's the evil. He's the toxic masculinity. So let's, let's have those words come out of anybody else's mouth, anybody that you respect, because it's true. Because yep. if you have a 100-acre farm, you have to clear that 100 acres so that nothing interrupts this monocrop culture that you're about to endeavor and that means you have to kill everything below ground, yep. everything yep. above ground, and yep. keep them dead while you grow this crop. Yep. And I have had numerous conversations with farmers, <clears throat> you know, across the country, not just here in Montana, so you can't say, well, it's only Montana farmers, about this particular subject. And, uh, you know, what Ted said is absolutely right. So how can you activate for cows and pigs and then care nothing about voles and groundhogs and rabbits and squirrels, birds. I mean, anything that comes into those crops, these farmers are sitting out in the backyard with shotguns, you know, shooting the crows and shooting the the magpies. Right. They're getting into the seeds. They open season up on animals that start to overrun areas. I mean, anything that comes out here, you know, the deer get into the corn. They kill the deer. I mean, you know, it's on the property. It's completely legal. You don't have to have a license, you know. So the reality is that if you're a vegan for health reasons, like, and between you and me, becoming a vegan for health reasons is like becoming a ketogenic dieter for health reasons. Yeah. It's not about what you're eating now. It's what you're no longer eating that is the magic and why the diet helps right. you. But let, let's, just, let's just assume you're a vegan – for your own personal health reasons. God bless you. Go on with it. Go yeah. on with it until it stops working. And if it never stops working, go on with it for your entire life. But if you're a vegan because you think it puts you on the moral high ground because, you know, they, they love to use this, this, this term vegan, sent, sent, sentient animals, like animals that right. have feelings. Sentient, how can you kill sentient animals? You're killing sentient animals. You're just one yeah. arm's length further away from it than me. 
Exactly. And and the other thing is, you know, I went gluten-free for personal reasons. I don't push it on people. Don't push it on me telling me I'm doing something wrong and, and you're doing something right. You know, that's the other thing that really irritates me. Like you said, if you're going to do it for health reasons or, you know, you want to eat vegetables because it's cheaper, knock yourself out. Whatever works, do it. But don't take a stance and, you know, go eliminate all the other things that are, are part of what's happening. You know, do you burn natural gas? Well, where does the natural gas come from? Yeah, de- 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 uh, de- decomposed animals. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it isn't just plant matter. It's everything. So, I mean, don't tell me I'm not going to wear a belt because of this. You don't know whether those animals died naturally or they died from uh, somebody shooting the same way as, uh, you know, some leather. You don't know if those animals died naturally. So what's the difference? I've always thought it would be funny for all the vegans and PETA to go to Africa and stop the lions and tigers from eating antelopes and teach them to be vegans because that would solve the whole problem because none of them would ever come back. They become food. So here's another thing I was thinking about this morning, and this is this is kind of funny. Um, the vegan companies. Do you think that everybody works there is vegan? I can guarantee you got some guys sitting in the lunchroom now having a big old ham sandwich. <laughs> oh, right now I just right? heard the sound of vegan heads exploding. Uh, but but come on, well, you can't discriminate and. Uh, and say we're only hiring vegans, that's against the employment law. Yeah, and, and do you know if they have leather upholstered chairs in their offices or are they use the naugahyde? So in other words, they're sitting yeah, on dead animals. Leather, yeah. Or nobody can come in wearing a belt. Why are you going to keep your jaws up? It's just silly. And then I was thinking about, and then I was thinking about all right, if they're in the United States of America, they got to have pest control. So they're not going to kill the mice? They're just going to let mice run rampant through their food, food facilities? Right, right. Oh, well, that's different. They're mice, Carl. They don't have feelings. Well, you know, there are some vegans that say if it doesn't have a face, that's why that some vegans justify eating certain things because they don't have a face, quote unquote. Well, you know, there's now all types of offspring from vegan because everybody, you know, uh, puts their agenda into it. Well, you know, it's it's okay to do this, but not that. The, again, what the, I think what they mean by it doesn't have a face is it doesn't have expression. Like fish is okay. See, fish doesn't smile. Oh man, I seen I seen some fish that got some expressions, and they're ugly. <laughs> You're funny. Uh, I mean, you know, if you really look at them. Yeah, but it's it's selective. Veganism is from a moral standpoint, from the fact that you're not hurting animals is a farce. Because right. and you and you have in order to stick to your guns on that, you have to select which facts you're going to agree with and which facts you're going to ignore. Yep. Do you think they're down at the animal shelter adopting these animals? I or are they just it. talking? You know what I mean? Yeah, they're throwing paint see, on people's gonna, fur coats. That's what they're doing. If you're gonna, yeah, if you're gonna be behind a cause, you know, be part of the solution, not just another problem out there. You know, and, and I'll bet most of these people aren't trying. They aren't opening up animal shelters. And again, I, you know, I don't like to see you know dogs and cats and you know, things happen, but I mean, you know, that's the way the the laws of nature work. I mean, food was put on this planet for humans. We are, uh, we are the masters, you know, we've got to survive and our bodies can burn anything for fuel. Not that everything is going to be healthy, but where are you actually doing something where you can make a difference, you know? Let's take a quick commercial break. We'll pick it up on the other side because this is a very timely discussion. Because as you know, I just bought my son 
his first high-powered hunting rifle. Yes. And I actually was thinking about this this morning before we decided, not this, this, but the idea that I was going to introduce my son to hunting. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. What if a sports nutrition company actually let you try all of their best products for free before you ever bought one? You'd be dreaming, right? Well, you're not dreaming. Head over to efxsports.com and grab their new sample kit that includes not one, not two, but six of their top sellers. That's right. Six different samples of their top sellers sent out to you immediately to try. Just cover a small shipping and handling fee, and they're on their way to you. See for yourself why EFX Sports has taken the industry by storm and why so many athletes worldwide depend on their products, dominate their competition safely and legally. Head over to EFXSports.com right now and click the EFX Sample Kit in the online store and get your free kit today. Once again, that's efxsports.com. Ever feel like you want something crunchy? From the company that gave us the Quest Protein Bar, now comes the Quest High Protein Potato Chips. With 21 grams of high-quality protein and only 5 grams of carbs and no artificial ingredients. Just like Quest Bars, you'll feel like you're cheating, but you're not. Go to superhumanradio.com and click the Quest High Protein Potato Chip banner ad today and get ready to be satisfied. Thanks to Quest Nutrition, chips just aren't what they used to be. There are a few products that I believe in the way I believe in CanSee eye drops. I've been using CanSee for six months now and the changes in my vision are nothing short of amazing. Wow, that's an old commercial. The truth is I've been using CanSee eye drops for 11 years now and I credit CanSee eye drops as being the reason that I do not need reading glasses at 58 years old. Can see eye drops improve the quality and health of your eyes indefinitely. That's why I both use and endorse Can See Eye Drops. Go to wisechoicemedicine.com and learn about how Can See Eye Drops can improve the health of your eyes and the quality of your vision today. For the past four months, I've been keeping a secret. Every night at bedtime, I tape my mouth shut with Somnifix strips. That's right, and here's why. Whether you snore or not, at some point in the night, almost all of us start breathing through our mouth. Since I've started using Somnifix strips, I've noticed that I sleep deeper and have seen improvements in my health, fitness, and cognitive function. That's because nose breathing activates the parasympathetic nervous system and improves nitric oxide production. And that leads to improved sleep immunity, carbon dioxide, oxygen exchange, and much more. Oh, and if you do snore, it'll help you stop snoring. Try Somnifix risk-free. Go to somnifix.com forward slash SHR. Get a free trial pack of Somnifix strips today. New Mass Pro Synthogen X2 just upped its own legendary game. To distance itself even further from the rest of the pack, Synthogen X2 now has double the key active ingredients. If you've ever wondered what steroid-like recovery feels like, Synthogen X2 delivers. See why others compare it favorably to powerful bodybuilding drugs at Synthogen.com. Mass Pro Synthogen. When you train with it, you'll gain with it. This is the Superhuman Channel, where brawn and brains finally meet. Ma'am, my throat feels horrible. I'm going to try to talk. Welcome back to Science for Humans. Today we're addressing the science put forth by Ted Nugent that the entire moral argument for veganism is, is destroyed when you understand 
that growing crops kills more animals. And I know vegans will dismiss this as a lie. But if you don't, you you go find a crop of something growing close to you, walk through it, and see how many happy birds you hear singing and how many squirrels you see dancing and how many chipmunks you see running into holes in the beds of the of of the crops and how many crows you see sitting on corn plant I mean crows open fields of corn they're not swarming ask yourself why because <laughs> the yeah. farmer does a really good job of killing everything before he grows your plants that make you feel morally uh superior to people who are omnivores when you're just lying to yourself, you're just lying. If, you, if you're yeah. a vegan for moral reasons, abandon it. Do something else. Eat cardboard. It, That's absolutely. It. This is funny. During the break, uh, somebody said, hey, Je- Dr. Jeff, check this out. And I watched this quick little video of this guy. And his whole stance was raising cows were cutting down trees and were killing rainforests because they take up so much room. And I got to thinking. Doesn't farming take up more room than cattle? Ranch? Of course it does. And and listen, you know where cattle you know where cattle graze? Open fields and hills yeah. that you can't yeah, grow you anything don't on. Anything. Yeah. And and yeah. you know what water they drink? They drink pond water by and large. Farmers can't afford to bring cistern water in for for cows to to drink. They drink they drink they walk into the water and they bathe in it, they drink from it. They, 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 we are using land that is unusable. It's called unarable land to raise cattle. And guess what? There is, you're ready for this? There's 574 million acres of unarable land that is still not used that we could raise cattle on. That, that land is just, it's just sitting there. Nothing's happening with it. I was at Venice Beach quite a few years ago after I moved out. And there was a guy with a petition down at the beach. He wanted us to sign it. He said the cheese companies were ripping us off with Swiss cheese because we pay the same amount per pound as we do with other cheeses, yet this has got holes in it, so they're cheating us. That's a joke, right? Is that a joke? No, 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 it was not. The dude was very passionate. I had a long conversation with him because I was interested, and... It just tells you how people get off on some stupid tangents. They do no research. This guy didn't even research that by the pound, you know? Yeah, doesn't matter about the where, horse. Where these vegan guys, like this guy saying that, you know, cattle kill more rainforest because of the amount of land than anything. That's why he's a, a vegan. and They just don't do any research, and they, they, they talk very ignorant. ignorant. You know, yeah. if you did some research and had some statistics... Um, and at least talked intelligent, then you make a good cause for whatever it is you're promoting. But, man, don't talk off the cuff where you don't know what you're talking about. So this morning I was driving to the studio, and I was pondering my decision to buy my son Chase a high-powered hunting rifle, and he and I are going to plant some hunt- plant some hunting trips together. And mm-hmm. I want to give him the gift that I got a long time ago from my father, and that is the love of guns. Mm. I've been an NRA member since I was uh, 16 years old. and But I also want to take it a step further. I want to take him hunting. I never got to hunt with my father. My father really didn't like hunting, but he enjoyed shooting. And right. so 
hunting was a big part of my life growing up all through my 20s. Uh, when I pr- first moved to Las Vegas, I was still hunting. And then I gave it up once I had children. I got rid of all my guns. I had no time to hunt. And I didn't want guns in the house. Well, when I got divorced, I started buying guns again. And so I decided to buy my son Chase a 30 6 a Savage Axis with a scope in a 30 6 caliber because that's a very versatile caliber. You could put 125-grain heads in there and hunt deer. You could mm-hmm. put 220-grain head in there and hunt moose. Uh, and so this morning I was thinking, I wonder if I'm doing the right thing by buying him a gun and wanting him to hunt. Like, what if we get out there and we shoot an animal and he freaks out? So I had mm. that discussion with him. He said, no. He goes, I've really been thinking about this for a long time. I've always wanted to go hunting. I'd like to try it. So I realized something else. My son lives in California. Like if he starts telling people in California that he's hunting, you know the majority of California is going to ostracize him. And and I thought, you know, that might be a good thing actually because maybe he'll meet people that are more grounded in within the, the firearm community in California than some of these, these whack jobs. Yeah. Yeah, I hear you. You know, you know, in Montana, they have a rule. It's kind of an unspoken rule, but you don't shoot anything that you're not going to eat. Right. And right. the majority of the locals here, they hunt for food. You know, they aren't hunting to put a deer head. Uh, you know, that's, that's the far extreme people. You know, when you look at hunters on a whole, they're, they're hunting to feed their families. Um, that's why they have rules. You can only shoot so many. You have to have tags. But do you know that talking about wasting, you know, that there's no rules for wasting crops? Yes. Don't they listen? There are people who grow crops and destroy them just to get the the, sub, the subsidy from the government. Yeah. I mean, because a lot of the veganism about you know we're we're wasting nature, you know. And I thought, man, I saw some videos recently with the amount of tonnage of crops that get thrown out um, for one reason or the other. And it's just, uh, you know, it's kind of sickening that there, there's always a double standard to something, you know. And you and I are willing to look and debate and listen to somebody's opinion. These guys are not. They're so strong-headed that they're right and everybody else is wrong. And I think that's what makes for bad uh, representation of even being a vegan. Yeah, you no, know, if no I was doubt. being a vegan, I wouldn't want to tell anybody I was a vegan because of those uh, idiots. You know, no doubt. I mean, it's... oops, I'm sorry, I used the I word. Dr. Oh, Jeff's that's okay. Doctor Jeff like doesn't that. talk like that. You're right. You're right. I was surprised. <laughs> I'm surprised to hear you talk like that, Doctor J. I'm sorry, but you know they just irritate me. Well, because Carl. because they're the ones who start this whole thing by telling us we're evil, we're bad, we're stupid. Yeah. For eating, you know, animals, and 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 they 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 automatically believe they're on the moral high ground with us, and they're not. They're idiots. They are. They're ignorant. Yeah. They're ignoring the fact that animals are still dying so that they can eat their kale. They're ignoring that yep. fact, and that's you know what? That's just disingenuous. Tell me you're a vegan because you feel better eating vegan. I say more power to you, but tell me you're a vegan because. You feel sorry for animals? I say you are good at lying to yourself. That's what I say. Yeah. And you know what? That that I think that was a whole just behind us having this. Uh, you you kind of summarized it right there. That's it, brother. It's all about being, you know, be. They, people always talk about, you know, these gurus say, oh, be in the moment, be in the moment. Be, well, be in the moment also means not to lie to yourself about what's going on. 
That's what yep. being the moment is is all about. Dr. J, man, great discussion, brother. Thank you, man. Have a good one, brother. Talk to you later. All right, we're going to take one quick, quick commercial break. And when we come back, we're going to talk about a study that was just published by the uh, Automobile Club of America. Uh, actually, AAA. I think that's the Automobile Club of America. And uh, saying that, the reason that seniors are having all these car accidents is because of polypharmacy. This is really interesting. Stay tuned. What if a sports nutrition company actually let you try all of their best products for free before you ever bought one? You'd be dreaming, right? Well, you're not dreaming. Head over to efxsports.com and grab their new sample kit that includes not one, not two, but six of their top sellers. That's right. Six different samples of their top sellers sent out to you immediately to try. Just cover a small shipping and handling fee, and they're on their way to you. See for yourself why EFX Sports has taken the industry by storm and why so many athletes worldwide depend on their products, dominate their competition safely and legally. Head over to EFXSports.com right now and click the EFX Sample Kit in the online store and get your free kit today. Once again, that's EFXSports.com. Eat dessert again with the new 100% natural line of high-protein, low-carb Quest protein bars. I love lemon cream pie and strawberry cheesecake, but you can choose from chocolate peanut butter, coconut cashew, or cinnamon roll as well. No matter which one you try, you'll feel like you're eating dessert. But this is no ordinary dessert. With 20 grams of high-quality whey protein isolate, 17 grams of prebiotic fiber, and sweetened with stevia, these bars will make you feel like you're cheating, but you're not. Go to superhumanradio.com and click the Quest Protein Bar banner ad to learn more about these clean and delicious protein bars. Hey, this is Carl. Start your day just like I do with a high-dose lipospheric vitamin C from Live On Labs. You, too, can benefit from Live On Labs' lipospheric delivery system. No more pills or powders. That's outdated technology. Live On Labs has the world's most efficient vitamin delivery system, period. Learn a lot more today at liveonlabs.com and benefit from their new reduced pricing. That's liveonlabs.com, L-I-V-O-N, labs.com. Hi, I'm Ashley Grace, co-founder of H-Hemp Company. Hemp CBD improved my life so much that I started H-Hemp Company to help others naturally feel better. You don't have to have had a severe brain injury like me to benefit from H-Hemp Company products. If you're struggling to feel better, calm your brain, or better deal with daily stress and want to do so naturally, please try H-Hemp Company products. Search H-Hemp Company and use code SHR for 20% off and free shipping. That's HMP Company and code SHR. Men and women, you've heard about hormone optimization. Do you feel like it's something you want to look into? RenewLifeRx.com is the place to start. Their doctors can help you with the solutions. RenewLifeRx.com has a simple process for lab work, consultation, and taking a deep dive into where your hormone levels can be improved. Superhuman Radio listeners get 30% off your initial lab work and consultation. Go to RenewLifeRx.com to schedule your no-obligation phone consultation today. Feel younger, get in better shape, and be more productive at RenewLifeRx.com. This is the Superhuman Channel, doing reps with the weight of the world. Welcome back. So I predict 100 years from now we're going to look back at this time and realize that it was a very, very dark period for health in general, not just because of uh, the misinformation about what good nutrition is, uh, purposeful misinformation, uh, not because um, people are slothful and don't want to move and become obese and gigantic. No, those things are bad, but those are not going to be viewed as 
the real dark spots of today. What's going to be viewed as the real dark spots of today is the pharmaceutical agenda and its exploitation of human beings and putting people on drugs for stupid reasons. And I'm not talking about people have legitimate illnesses, but, you know, putting a person on a statin drug in their 30s to, quote unquote, protect them from heart disease, and then they develop Alzheimer's disease. I know a surgeon who has been taking statin drugs without being diagnosed with uh, high cholesterol because he didn't want to develop high cholesterol. And today, he's in an institution because he's he's developed all the known side effects of taking statin drugs for long periods of time, which are uh, increased insulin resistance, and dementia. So we're going to look back 100 years from now and go, wow, you know, this was a dark time uh, where people were told that this was the right thing to do by their doctors, their well-meaning doctors, because doctors have no say-so anymore in the standard of care. They can, they can only follow instructions. They can't do what they think they need to do for a patient. That's partially our fault because – if somebody saw a doctor on Wednesday and died of a heart attack on Thursday, somebody wants to sue the doctor. And I'm not saying that there aren't doctors who have made mistakes and deserve suing, but not. But we are today, we have pooped in our own mess kit with the way we handle medicine because everybody is looking for a way out. Oh, I'm going to sue somebody because of this. But anyway, that's a different story. So AAA published a study. Today, the 28th of November, 2018, uh, they have been doing research uh, on aging and driving for some time now. One of the things that kind of bubbled up to the top is the prescription of potentially inappropriate medications to mature drivers. And the study found that a list of what they consider potentially inappropriate medications for adult drivers because one of these will impair a driver's reflexes, uh, mental acuity, um, ability to drive a car, ability to see a car, reflexes. So uh, just one of these. And what they're saying is that they are seeing many, many older people. According to the American Geriatric Society 2015 Beers Criteria Study. When they looked at the number of accidents and they triangulated it for the types of drugs these people were taking, they found that if you were taking one of them, you had a pretty high risk. If you were taking two of them, you had a more increased risk. If you were taking up to five or more of these, your increased risk of a car accident was 300%. And that's significant. That's three times. Now, remember, older people already have some reflex and cognitive issues. We're all going to get them. I'm sure I'm getting them already and just don't realize it because they, the good thing about getting them is you don't see them in yourself because your own brain is evaluating your performance and your brain is the problem. But if these, if, if seniors are taking up to five or more of these, they're pretty much going to have a car accident. It's just a matter of when, uh, not if. The top potentially inappropriate medications include benzodiazepines, which are given for anxiety, narcotic uh, medications, which are given for pain, 
non-benzodiazepine hypnotics, which are basically a, a fancy way for saying an antidepressant, and sleep medications. If you have a relative who's in their 60s and 70s and, and, and moving up, and they're taking one or more of these drugs, you need to sit down and have a talk with them and their doctor. Because the possibility of them having a car accident changes to probability, and then it's a matter of just when are they going to have this car accident? When are they going to have not move fast enough or make a bad decision and make a left turn and not realize how far oncoming traffic is away from them and end up in a T-bone accident um, or put the car in reverse and look forward and hit the gas pedal and hit somebody behind them. I mean, all of those things that we laugh about, like, you know, Mr. Magoo type stuff, those things are happening in greater and greater number. I mean, we, we you know, every now and then you hear a story about some elderly person who, who gets up on a sidewalk and pl- plows through 40 people before realizing they're on the sidewalk. And what, what what we never see in any of these types of accidents, what we never see in any of these types of accidents, what we never see in mass shootings is transparency on what drugs were these people taking. And that is not by accident. Uh, that is an agenda that is, I'm sure it costs a lot of money from the pharmaceutical industry not to have that stuff circulate. There was a guy that was doing radio shows earlier in the year. He actually discovered information that obviously he had to stop. Now I know why. Um, because of HIPAA. But who he paid and how he paid and what he paid to the people who were closest to a shooter in a mass shooting in the past decade. And he shows the drugs that they were on. I tried to have him on the show and then he mysteriously disappeared and then his website disappeared. And I know why I found out because he's like tied up in lawsuits for HIPAA now. Like, how did you know that? How did you find that information? Who did you, you're not allowed. See, it's really interesting. Uh, the pharmaceutical industry has protective mechanisms in there that they position as being protective for us because of insurance companies. Well, you don't want your insurance company to find out that you have this and that. That's all BS. The insurance companies know. Hypnotize your hands for talking about uh, stuff that you want to talk about that you know about, maybe for your mom or your, your brother or somebody who passed away that you know polypharmacy was at the root of it. Because they would have to sign a authorization for you to talk about their, 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 their pharmaceuticals and health. So elderly people are having more car accidents and they're going to have more car accidents, more and more and more car accidents simply because the number of drugs that they're on today. And a lot of times these drugs shouldn't be mixed at all. You say, well, what, what, how, what, what, how, how can a doctor prescribe two things that are contraindicated for each other? Because doctors don't know anymore. They can't know. You know, there was a time where a doctor had a, a quiver of drugs that he went to throughout his practice. But today there are new drugs being launched every day and people are walking into doctor's offices and asking for them before the doctor even knows what it is. These doctors don't 
know what they're prescribing anymore and whether or not it's contraindicated with the drug that just came out three years ago that he's been put, he put you on three years. They don't, they can't. So the hope is that the pharmacist catches it. The doctor doesn't care. You know, oh, well, if I prescribe something wrong, I'm not worried about the pharmacy will catch it. But when you're launching so many drugs so quickly all the time, you don't learn about contraindications until stuff is out in the real world because the pharmaceutical companies don't test. Once they find out a drug works, they don't go, now let's see um, if it works with these other 16 drugs that people have been taking a lot of. No, they don't do that. Right? We find out that they're contraindicated after there's events. Once it's de- been deployed on the population and then the pharmaceutical industry starts getting phone calls about ha- things happening and then they realize, oh, well, you can't use it with that blood pressure medication. They send out a circular. They warn everybody. The doctors don't see it. They don't pay attention to it because they feel like the pharmacist will see it. That's his job or her job. And then the pharmacist is supposed to catch it. But if it's relatively new information, you may be one of those quote-unquote unlucky test people that creates the burden of evidence that this drug should not be taken when you're taking that drug. And a lot of these drugs that have effects on anxiety and depression and their hypnotics and their pain relievers, they overlap in their effectiveness and they amplify the effectiveness of each other. So they're not necessarily contraindicated. It's not like as though if you take a benzo with an SSRI, which they that's a common thing to take, right? People usually have depression, have anxiety issues, so they give you Xanax throughout the day to take uh, for your anxiety, and then a lot of times they'll have you take your uh, antidepressant before bed so that they, they say you sleep better. And those are not necessarily contraindicated because you know they're going to make you drowsy. You know that's, the, that's their job. And so it's not like as though you take a blood pressure med and a heart rhythm med and you and you rush to the hospital with a super slow heartbeat and they go, oh, can't do that anymore. You got drowsy. Oh, that's what those drugs are supposed to do. They're supposed to make you drowsy. They're supposed to make you numb a little bit. So contraindications don't really show up like traditional meds that literally send you to the hospital fighting for your life when they're used together. These just impair your ability to function in your life accurately. And if you're already older, like me, 60 and 70 and 80, and you're taking these drugs and you're trying to remain uh, independent, you want to drive, uh-uh, it may not work. You may have to find a workaround and get rid of that drug. And why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you want to feel better and not be numb to life? Stay tuned. We'll be right back. You've got your devices and apps that track your activity, workouts, sleep, and diet. You have your medical records and blood work. All this data and none of it is integrated, so you can see a true snapshot of just what progress you're making and where. Now you can securely centralize all this data and become the CEO of your health. Heads Up Health gives you powerful dashboards, charts, and tools to connect all your data into meaningful information. One seamless platform. Go to headsuphealth.com today. Use code SHR 
and get 20% off your subscription. That's headsuphealth.com and use code SHR. Mitochondrial uncoupling is the holy grail of fat loss. Making mitochondria work harder raises body temperature and metabolic rate without the jitters of stimulants. Now there is an over-the-counter mitochondrial uncoupler that will let you shred your body down to the last pounds of body fat. It's Trojan Horse. This is the supplement breakthrough of the decade. Go to superhumanradio.com and click the Trojan Horse banner ad. Use coupon code SHR and save 20% off your order today. BlackstoneLabs.com. Trojan Horse. Hey, this is Carl. Start your day just like I do with a high-dose lipospheric vitamin C from Live On Labs. You, too, can benefit from Live On Labs' lipospheric delivery system. No more pills or powders. That's outdated technology. Live On Labs has the world's most efficient vitamin delivery system, period. Learn a lot more today at liveonlabs.com and benefit from their new reduced pricing. That's liveonlabs.com, L-I-V-O-N, labs.com. Whether your goal is to build muscle or burn fat, you'll find everything you need at Redcon 1. Need help getting a good night's sleep? Try Fade Out or the most popular pre-workout supplement on the market today, Total War. Sign up for their new transformation challenge and win $10,000 or shop for apparel that people at the gym will know that you are serious about your training. Need a testosterone booster that works? Check out Boomstick. Whatever you need, you'll find the best quality supplement supplements on the market at Redcon 1. Go to redcon1.com. That's R E D C O N the number 1.com or go to superhumanradio.net and click the Redcon 1 banner ad today. Now, the number one best-selling non-hormonal anabolic agent at PredatorNutrition.com. Progenidrex has established itself as the category killer. If you're having difficulty gaining muscle while staying lean, you owe it to yourself to try Progenidrex. 100% of store reviews rated it at five stars, the highest possible ranking. And today, right now, there are guys pouring their hearts out in the gym with little or nothing to show for it. Don't waste any more time. Go to PredatorNutrition.com today and get Progenidrex, the world world's absolute best drug-free muscle gainer you're listening to the superhuman channel we're ripped and we're ready i know when i go home tonight i'm going to be using some thymosin alpha one yeah i I, this feels like a cold but it's in my throat it's just that tickle i get I, i do get this probably every other year Usually happens earlier as the summer is changing to winter, but I got it now. Um, the bottom line is that that I want people to take away from this discussion is if you have older adults in your life, your parents are still alive, it's important to have this discussion with them. Just tell them about the study. Don't. That's it. Just tell them about the study. You know, uh, in, in, in the write-up, it says some people see a number of physicians and specialists, so they may not know that they are taking a harmful mix of medications until they put the entire list together, one of the doctors said. And again, this used to be uh, the job of the pharmacist, but they can't even keep up on this stuff anymore. So have this discussion with your, your mom, your dad, your uncle, your aunt, your your, your spouse, if you know your spouse is on a bunch of medication and some of those fall into that hypnotic listing, antidepressants, anxiolytics, have this discussion because um, you, some of these car accidents that they talked about in this study, they were massive. I mean, these people not only 
died in the car wreck, but they took like nine people with them, you know, when they caused a, a pileup on the highway. Um, and if you have this discussion with your family member or the person that you're thinking of right now who may be on some of these medications, like Ambien is another one. Ambien's horrible. There are people who get up in the middle of the night and drive to Atlantic City and gamble and then go home and go to sleep and don't remember it on Ambien. That Now that, my friends, is friggin' scary. And I did heroin when I was a kid, okay? And I would never use Ambien. That should tell you something. That should tell you something. Um, yeah, I mean, some of these drugs that they're putting on people today, it's just shocking. And, and I'm telling you, I wish I could live for 200 years just so I can see 100 years from now when they look back and go, what the F were people thinking, taking all these pills, not challenging their doctor, not saying to their doctor, BS. It's crazy. All right, that's it for today. Tomorrow we have the Renew Life RX show. I may be doing a show on Friday. I may have Dr. Matt Andre down here. I want to talk about iron. I cannot talk about iron enough. I'm going to make a statement right now to try to crystallize the idea of iron in your body. There is a, if you, unless you're a woman, if you're not a woman, if you're a man, there is iron in your body from a hamburger that you ate when you were 10 years old. Think about that for a second. I have people who talk about iron. They go, well, you know, I just, I just stopped eating red meat and everything got better. That is complete bull donkey. The iron doesn't leave your body. It, uh, only 22 micrograms in a liter of sweat. And unless you're bleeding because you are an MMA fighter, the only way to get the iron out of your body is to manage it. Give blood donations. Get it tested. Ferritin and TIBC, which is direct iron. Because it's aging you unnecessarily. It's causing you problems unnecessarily. And keep in mind... You're going to have to get your iron levels down for a good year to reverse some of these symptoms that may be related to iron in your body. So don't expect to go, oh, yeah, my blood work came back. Why don't I feel better? Now you have to wait for the tissue to release the iron back into the blood. So, you know, it's like osmosis, right? Blood puts it in there. Blood has a lot in the blood, puts it in there, puts it in there. All of a sudden, the blood doesn't have a lot. It takes it out. It takes it out. But the research on iron is is fragmented, no pun intended. It's all over the place, from everything from hypogonadism to hypothyroidism to liver cancer to ulcers in the stomach. I mean, it's, when you look at this, you, you're going to be like me. Ron Penna laughed at me. I said, you know, I get, I get hooked on a topic, and all of a sudden, it's the reason for everything. I said, you know, iron is the reason the, wall, the, reason the wallpaper is peeling in my bathroom, and he laughed really hard. He laughed really hard. But I'm telling you, man, it's been ignored too long. It's time to start paying attention to iron intake. We're getting a lot of iron today, and it's accumulating, and it's causing us to have crappy lives later in life. All right, see you tomorrow. Thanks for listening today.